Hey, I'm Kylie Kelly, and I'm obsessed with all things business and motherhood and helping you navigate the messy and magical seasons of both. I'm a boy mama that grew a successful photo biz before hanging up my straps in 2020 to pivot. Yes, we're allowed to do that. Now I help other CEO mums just like you grow an audience of raving fans fast through a holistic virtual summit strategy. But this podcast is way more than that. Think of it as your coffee date or happy hour with your girlfriends as we talk real life. Money, challenges, growth, frustrations, marketing, the messy middle, it's all welcome here. So get comfy and join us. Welcome to This Mama Means Business. I'm so glad you're here. Hi friends, welcome back to This Mama Means Business. I'm so excited to be sitting down with you today and I wanted to share four lessons that I learned through the launch of my new membership, The Spotlight Club. So if you haven't heard yet, I launched a new membership. It's a visibility membership for female entrepreneurs and my intention is to teach them in less than 10 hours a month how they can become more visible, how they can turn the spotlight on their business. Now this whole idea came when I was in the shower. I had just been through a launch of the Summit Planning School, which was my signature program at the time. I say at the time, but this was like a month ago and it had flopped. I'd had no signups and I was wondering why. Now, I love taking some time after a launch, whether it works the way that I think it's going to work or not. I'm a big believer in seeing the damn thing through and then taking some time afterwards to really objectively try and think about it. And the thing with the Summit Planning School is that it is a fucking massive undertaking. I created it and poured everything that I've learned through hosting two summits. And whilst I am obsessed with that strategy, and I still believe that it is like the number one way to grow your email list really fast with the right people and creating really deep relationships. It is a lot of work. So objectively, for somebody to sign up for that program, they have to A, have the funds because it is a high ticket program. At the time of the launch, it was two and a half grand. So sure, maybe it's not high ticket like a $10,000 mastermind, but it's high ticket in terms of like that serious amount of money. Like I would definitely not spend that on a whim. And secondly, you've also got to have the time available. So for somebody to say yes to that program, you've got to have the money, you've got to have the time, and you've got to be ready to pull the trigger and commit to hosting an event. It's like a 90-day turnaround time. So that's three months of your life. So objectively, standing back, I was like, oh, somebody has to be in the really perfect place to line up with the launch. And obviously this time they weren't. So I was like, how can I make visibility more accessible to more people at an accessible cost, right? At a more affordable price point. So I was in the shower and the name, the Spotlight Club pinged into my brain. I was like, Oh, what is that? Now I'm a manifesting generator. So I have things that pop into my brain all of the bloody time, which I love. I fought on so many levels for so long, but now I absolutely love that about myself. But I was like, I don't want to do a membership. I tried to do a membership after the pregnant CEO summit. I started a membership called The Village, which I actually loved the women that were a part of it. But for me, it just didn't feel like I thought it would feel. So I was very resistant to starting a membership. And when this idea happened in the shower. I was like, oh, but it would be really good. I could just envisage the power of dropping trainings, of having more people in there, of keeping it really low cost, of giving them templates, of seeing their wins, of oh, all the things. And then if they want to dive deeper into programs, I was like, I could give them discounts. They can be like my insiders. They can be like my VIPs. And I am obsessed about the power of community. So to me, creating my own community was really appealing. So I pulled the trigger. Now, if you listened to last week's episode, you would have heard me talk about the power of 
fast action. And my first lesson from this launch was that fast action always fucking wins. It doesn't have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be done. I didn't even know what that first month's content was going to be. I hadn't mapped anything out. I just had this idea that wouldn't leave my brain alone. And I knew I had to throw it out and just see if anyone was interested. So that's what I did. I made a quick checkout page. It didn't even have much on it. And I just threw it out and said, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. I just had this idea in the shower and this is what it would look like, kind of. This is the link. I'm going to do founder's pricing and I'll talk about the pricing strategy in a minute, but I'm going to do founder's pricing. If you're interested, sign up and join me. Join me on this ride. And within the first 24 hours, I think I had like 11 people sign up. So I was like, oh, okay, well, this has legs because never have I launched something before and had 11 people straight off the bat jump on in. So that was exciting. And it just proved to me that fast action always wins because, hey, had no one signed up for that at all, I'd be like, okay, well, it's a great idea. Maybe it needs to look a little bit differently. Maybe let's think about how else I could offer it, how else it could be more appealing. Maybe memberships are overdone, right? Like I could have really thought about it because my audience had told me that they weren't interested. Whereas if you go and do all the work before you launch anything and they're not interested, like fuck, that's a whole waste of time, right? Who has time for that? So takeaway number one, fast action always wins. Number two, let's talk about the pricing strategy. So this is something that I've seen a mentor of mine, Ash McDonald, do. So often she'll throw out a link to a checkout for like $9, you know, $19, something really low cost. She hasn't got branding. She's just decided she wants to do a masterclass, but she has no idea what it's about. And you can grab it at a steal. I did that back in November and the masterclass that she did in January was incredible. And I got it for like $9. So I kind of liked that approach. I was like, oh, I like the idea of rewarding people that are taking fast action because that's a behavior I want to see more of. I want to reward that. So why don't I do the first 20 places can be founders pricing. So that can look like $19 a month for the founders for the first 20, then it will go up to $33 a month. And then once we kick off, it's 47 and 47 is where we'll stay. Now, how I came up with that $47 price was actually way more logical than you probably would expect from me. So I know every month my salary is 4,500 Australian dollars. That's what I pay myself every month. I hustle, I do what I need to do, but that is what I was making in corporate years and years and years ago. And I know that that's the figure that I need to help support my family. Um, We're in a two income household. My husband also is self-employed. So we kind of come at that with 50-50, but that's the amount that I need for my family. So knowing that, I was like, okay, so if I need 4,500, that means that I really just need 100 people paying $45 a month. You know, that's it. So when you break it down that way, I knew, all right, that's the M price then, needs to be around 45. I just like the number seven better. I went 47 and that is how I landed on that price. So I would really encourage you when you come up with new offers, think about it from that perspective. Think about how much money you want to make, how many people you could actually service and then do the maths on that to come up with that price point instead of just coming up with numbers, right? And I've been guilty of this too. I've been like, oh, I like the number 22. Oh, I like the number 77. And just throwing numbers out there without actually thinking about the strategy behind it or thinking about how much money I wanted to make in whole. Because if we don't do that, there is a really high chance that we're going to have Buckleys of getting what we need or what we want as the total. Yeah, maybe it will go gangbusters and blow us out of the water and we'll be like, oh my God, we made more than what I was expecting. But often by doing it this way, we're focusing on that single price. We're not focusing on the end result. So for me, 
knowing that I want to make 4,500 a month, that is my goal. That is on my reticulating activating system, my RAS. That is what I'm focusing on. That is what I'm celebrating. That is what I'm feeling gratitude about. That's what I'm envisaging. Instead of just thinking about a monthly number that looks really pretty on paper. So if you're coming out with offers, if you're coming out with a membership, please think about your pricing in this way. Think about the the end result. Think about what you want to make from it, how many people you could cater for, do the maths there and come up with the price for it. And the step pricing. I found that that was a really nice way to step it like that. So the founders for 19, going up to 33, ending on 47, felt really good, felt really exciting, felt great to reward those people that said yes before I had everything sorted, right? That said yes before I even knew what I was doing, that believed in me and took a little bit of a risk. It felt really good knowing that I could reward them in that way financially, make it way cheaper for them. So they got the $19, which felt amazing. And then for it to go up to 33 still felt like a bargain because your saving was 30% because you signed up before we started. So that feels really good. And then landing on 47, as I said, I came up with that quite logically, quite strategically, but still looking at the value that I'm putting into the membership, $47 is still a steal because you're getting coaching calls, you're getting trainings, you're getting swipe copy, you're getting everything that you need to be more visible. So at $47, it still feels really good for me. So that kind of strategy seemed to work well. I've ended the launch with 50 people now almost in the membership. So that obviously worked. There was that incentive to sign up. There was that urgency without it being FOMO or fake. It was a genuine urgency that the price was going up. I was very transparent about that. I was very open and honest, which is one of my values about what that looked like. And that seemed to work for the launch. So again, if you're thinking about doing a masterclass, a workshop, a challenge, challenge, a membership, any kind of offer, a course, a program, throw it out there cheaper for your audience that want to say yes early before you even know what you're doing. Throw it out, get a little bit of cash up front so that will fund your time. So you'll be getting paid to create, which I'm all about. And know that as long as you bring the value, as long as you do this from a place of integrity and you know that whatever they're paying, it's well fucking worth it. You bring the value. It's not like this sign up before I create it and then it's shit because that just feels gross and slimy. And that's a tactic that we don't want in our business. But as long as you can bring the value, then you know that you are actually doing this from a place of integrity and you're making it well worth those people that sign up right at the beginning. Okay. So the third thing that I wanted to mention is just the power of following your gut. Now, this is new for me. Honestly, my intuition, I didn't even know what that was. I didn't know how to listen to it. People would say, what's your gut telling you? And I'm like, I'm hungry. I had no idea (laughs) what actually that meant or what it felt like until I started interviewing some incredible, more woo-woo people on the podcast that taught me to start small, right? So I would start with like, do I want salad or a toasty for lunch? And use those kinds of decisions to see what my intuition was telling me, which sounds so ridiculous. But by starting small, it really helped me identify what felt like a hell yes and what felt like a hell no. And then as I got more confident in this, I've been able to bring this into the business. So when I had this idea in the shower, I knew that my body was telling me it was a hell yes, that I had to follow my intuition. I had to listen to my gut. And so I just threw it out there. And then what transpired was that it got to be easy. This was the most easy and flowy launch of anything that I've ever done. I didn't lose sleep over it. I wasn't working at night. I didn't schedule emails. I just went with what felt good. And I wanted to make this a point because it gets to be like this. People talk about it, but often 
they are so far ahead of us in their journey that it almost feels a little redundant or it feels like it's not a realistic goal for us to have. But let me tell you from somebody that has worked really hard every launch, has done all the things, has followed all the strategies, that it can be easy, right? That it can be different, that it doesn't have to be this thing that drains your energy, that it can be exciting and fun and can actually fill your cup. So I just wanted to put that out there for anybody that's about to launch. Think of ways that you can inject fun and excitement and energy into your launch. Think of ways you can actually listen to yourself because you have the answers. And all you need to do is listen and create the space to feel that out. So that was my point number three. And point number four, just quickly, is that after this launch, I learned that that whole ideal client avatar is kind of bullshit. Now, let me tell you what I mean by that. So I don't know about you, but when I first got into business, those ICAs were so popular. It was like, tell me about your ideal client down to the point of like, she shops at Target, she has 2.5 kids, and she loves to drink soy lattes. Like it was so specific around the client that it didn't leave much room for anyone else. Now, what I would like you to do instead is to get really clear on the problem that you're solving, not so much on the person. So as an example, with the Spotlight Club, I am solving the problem of visibility. I'm helping them grow their email list. I'm helping them get seen. I'm helping them implement collaboration strategies that are actually going to move the needle in their business, grow their email list and make more money. That is a very specific problem that that club is solving. In terms of the people joining, oh my gosh, we have a wide range. We have online business owners. We have service providers. We have product-based businesses. I've got a bed and breakfast. There's a nail salon. There are so many different business owners that are joining the club because they want this problem solved, not because they have 2.5 kids and shop at Target. So when you are thinking about your ideal client, I want you to come at it from the perspective of the problem. What problem do you want to solve? Who do you want to help? And what problem are you solving for them? And that in itself is niched enough when you're talking about your ideal client, you don't need to worry about all the other fluff, all the other stuff, because I can tell you that stuff will delay you taking fast action. You will sit there and do a worksheet about your ideal client and not actually put anything out into the world, which was me for a long time. So that was one of the big lessons that I learned through this launch, seeing all of these people, all of these different business owners from all walks of life doing all different things come together to solve this one specific problem that they all share, that they all have is powerful. And then that's what creates community. That's what makes it super powerful when you're brainstorming solutions, when you're talking and supporting each other. That makes it super powerful because you have so many different perspectives, so many different ideas, so many different opinions, and you can take what feels good again, what is like, oh my God, yes, I want to try that. You can take that on board and leave what doesn't. So they were my four big takeaways from this launch. I am so excited to keep you up to date as I progress through the Spotlight Club with these incredible club members and and again, if you want to join, it's not too late. We're always open. Come over to kyliekelly.com slash spotlight club and join us. We would love to have you. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode all about these takeaways. Please, if you have a launch coming up, make sure you take time to think about the fast action that you can take and how you can actually put things out there before they're ready, before they're perfect, how you can change your pricing strategy so that there is that incentive. There is that urgency that is genuine. Think about stepping your pricing like I did. Follow your gut, follow your intuition, follow what is a fuck yes inside your body, follow what feels good. And lastly, think about the problem that you want to solve and lead with that. Forget about all that other ideal client avatar bullshit and think about the problem that your offer is going to solve. All right, loves, that is all from me this week. I will see you in your earbuds again next week. And remember, I'm cheering you on always. 
Every single week, I do my best to bring you two episodes that are going to really add value to your life, whether they speak to your motherhood journey or your business one. I pour my heart and soul into this podcast, recording and editing them all myself. So there is a really simple way you could return the favor if you would leave me a review. Head on over to Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts and let me know how I'm doing. Leave me a few words that let me know what content you like best or what you might like to hear in the future. I create this for you, so I would appreciate that so very much. For the show notes and links from today, please head over to my website, kyliekelly.com slash podcast. I cannot wait to bring you more value and more juicy content to your earbuds soon. But for now, I hope you continue to have an incredible day and know that mama, you've totally got this shit. Okay. Bye for now.